It's great to be here with everyone today, those who are online, everyone who's here on site. It's really fun to hear all your voices and be glad that you're here with us today. You know, um, we're about to have a baptism here. So we're welcoming baby Andrew into the family of God um, with his whole family here to witness it and all of us here to witness it. And on this day, we're also celebrating, we're also celebrating Easter. We continue to celebrate the resurrection. Uh, Easter Sunday was last Sunday, but for 50 days, we celebrate the resurrection and we hear stories about what life was like in the immediate aftermath of Jesus rising. One of the things I'm thinking about today is how the disciples recognize Jesus. How does Thomas, what proof does Thomas ask for when he hears that Jesus has appeared to the disciples? Do you remember? He says, unless I see the wound in his side, and the mark where the nails have been, I'm not going to believe that this is Jesus. And the disciples, of course, have seen Jesus in his body, in a room among them. So Thomas is, even though we give him a lot of load about doubting and we give him a lot of trouble, but he's only asking for what the other disciples have already witnessed. How did he recognizes Jesus? by the marks on his body. And the marks on Jesus' body are the marks of what happened to him while he was alive. They're the marks of what he underwent to show us what love really looks like. And in the three appearances from the Gospel of John, the ways that people recognize Jesus after his resurrection, they are always about it's clear that, you know, Jesus doesn't look exactly the same and his body isn't exactly recognizable because remember he's in the garden. We talked about this on Easter Sunday. He's in the garden. Mary thinks he's the gardener. She says, well, if you know where my Lord is, tell me. It's only when he says her name that she recognizes him. It's in the seeing the marks of his body that the disciples recognize him. So he's He's himself in some ways, not himself perhaps in other ways, in the way that is immediately recognizable to the disciples. But again, it's those marks. When Mary hears her name spoken, she knows it's him. It's the mark of their relationship, of who they were during his life that gives her that recognition. When the disciples see the marks of his body, the ways that he was injured by life on their behalf to show them what love taken all the way to show them what love can really look like. And I want you to think, because I think most of us, including our smallest ones, can probably talk about some mark they have on their body. Who has a scar or a boo-boo or something on their body that's happened to them that shows that they, they got into an accident one time or another? I, I've been thinking I have a mark where I stabbed myself with a pencil when I was in second grade for some reason, just, just to see, and there's still a mark there. So we come, by the time we get through life, 
even if it's just a year or two, life starts to mark us up, right? And it's not just our bodies that get marked, but also our souls, our hearts. And when we are like Jesus, and we follow this path of love, when we give ourselves to what it means to love somebody, the marks maybe show up, the marks of that love show up on our bodies as they did for Jesus. And they also show up in our hearts and our souls. You know, Jesus has places in his hands where there's an absence, there's a, there's a hole. That happens to us too, the longer we live and the more we love. We know that the more like we are to, we are to lose something, right? We're gonna lose the people we love. So over the course of our lives, not only are our bodies marked, but also our hearts get marked by these absences and these losses. This is what happens when we do what Jesus called us to do, which is to love one another. So I want you to think about those marks that are on your body, those marks that are on your soul and your heart. And I want you to recognize them, even the ones that are marks of grief and suffering. I want us to think about those ways that those marks are also marks of love and of the power of love in our lives. And that the griefs and the absences that mark us, those are marks of God's love that has been poured into our hearts so it can be poured out for others. Now the person we're gonna baptize today, oh, he's eight months old, right? Okay, seven months old. My grandfather, may he rest in peace, he would say, when, when there was a new baby in the family, he'd be like, we got a fresh one. <laughs> so today we're welcoming a fresh one into God's family. I want us to remember that, you know, baby Andrew may have very few marks as he comes into our family. But part of what we do when we bring a child into this world and raise them up and prepare to send them out into the wider world is that we're, we're dealing with this reality that the children in our midst, they too are gonna to be marked by the world just like we've been, right? They're gonna grieve and suffer. Things may happen to them that we wish we could protect them from. Nobody gets out of life without being marked, right? And that's something we recognize today. But I also want to remind you, I have to step back because I'm getting feedback. I also want to remind you that when we bring someone into this body, into this family of God in baptism, what is it that we do after we baptize the baby? The priest puts their hand on the baby's head, marks the sign of the cross on their forehead and says, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. You are marked as belonging to God's family forever. There are gonna be a lot of marks that you accumulate in this life, as we know. But all of us who have been marked in the name of Christ, that's the first mark we carry. And I think that 
marking and sealing by the Holy Spirit, that eternal belonging that can't be taken away from you. It transforms all those other marks of body and spirit and mind and soul into places where love can flow and into signs of God's love. So today, as we renew our baptismal vows, hold that memory of your own marking as Christ's own forever. Amen. <laughs>